This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Right there, right there. Wide belly up. This is the game. Yeah. It's a uh, cat and mouse. Smoked a turkey. <laughs> yes. He is down. He is freaking down. Said he shot an absolute giant. Full obsession, baby. Hey, what's up, guys? This is uh, Nick Powell, media production manager with Fall Obsession. I'll be your guide today on this podcast. I have our very own CEO, Sam Thrash, here with us today. What's up, Nick? How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. How are you doing this morning, Sam? I'm good. Back here on the podcast again. Yeah, we're doing another one. Um... So I just wanted to kind of rack your brain a little bit about where Fall Obsession came from and give our listeners an idea of how you came up with this idea of, of what Fall Obsession is all about. Yeah, um, for sure. Let's start from where your love for hunting came from. Where my love for hunting came from. Well, I, I owe a lot of it to my dad because um, ever since I was a young kid, he's been taking me hunting with him. We had a lease down in the in central texas that we that we hunted on every single year um it was a good it was a good place for me to be able to learn it was 300 something acres and uh yeah we we, each one of us would kill three or four deer off of there every year so it it was it was a good place to to learn and uh both from him and by trial and error um but i i owe a lot of a lot of those those early experiences and my my early passion for hunting to him and and for you guys that are that are interested in in hearing some of those old stories that we have a specific podcast episode already dedicated to that uh, where i talk about that with my dad so i encourage you guys to go check that out but yeah it uh hunting for me i I started as a as a as a rifle hunter my my dad didn't bow hunt um so my passion for bow hunting came later kind of something that i found on my own and i know we that we can probably make a whole episode out of that itself Mm -hmm. but um, yeah, I, uh, I 
grew up with a with a father figure as my mentor, and uh, he's the one who got me into it, and and I found a passion for it. For sure. Awesome. Yeah, we'll definitely have to make another episode about that because I same thing for me. My dad got got me into it, and uh, it, it's, it's that case for a lot of people out yeah. there. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, so when it comes to the company Fall Obsession, where did you come up with that idea in itself? So. Fall Obsession has been an ever-evolving mystery in some <laughs> cases to me. Um, so, so taking it all the way back to where it very first started. Um, you how, know, how old were you first of all when oh, it started? Oh my gosh, I don't even I don't even remember. I, I was I was still a teenager. I'm pretty sure. But so basically, what happened was I got this idea. I got an idea for what what I considered a newsletter is what I what I was going to do. And basically I would write a one-page article over something. It could be about a hunting tactic, it could be about a recent experience, recent hunt, something like that. I would write one article a month and send it out to a very small list of quote-unquote subscribers, hmm. which okay. was basically like friends and family. And and when I say very small, I mean very small like six. <laughs> like <laughs> like literally six Single people. Single digits, huh? <clears throat> So, I did this for about a year, um, and one of those six friends that I had was our current business manager, Nick Latham, and he was getting, I would send those to him, and he'd read them, and he'd give me a little feedback every now and then on them, and so, like I said, I've been doing that for about a year, and Nick comes up to me one day, and he's like, hey, you should, uh, you should start a blog, said, quit doing the whole newsletter thing where you're sending it just to a few people. Do a blog, put it on there, and then anybody can get on there and and go look at it. I was like, okay, that's a good idea. So I got on Blogspot. I created a a blog, and I was trying to think of a name for it. And and for some reason, like, there was a disconnect in my mind. Like, I I wouldn't tie the two together as, you know, carrying on this thing I'd already started. I was thinking of it as a new thing. Hmm. Okay. And then, so I like I spent a couple days like trying to figure out what I'm going to name this stupid blog, <laughs> and finally it just was like a light bulb. I was like, oh, I'll just call it the Fall Obsession. Back then, I called it the Fall Obsession. It wasn't Fall Obsession; it was the Fall Obsession. So I started this blog, just started doing the same thing that I've been doing, just maybe a little more frequently, where I just post random. I mean, there was no rhyme or reason to anything. It was just random pictures, random stories, random information. Yeah. And uh, whoever read it read it. You know, so that 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 is how this this whole long road to fall obsession today started was with that with a teenage kid starting uh, a blog and on on Blogspot. You know, after uh, yeah, just something that you love love doing, love talking about. Yeah, that's that's all it was. I think the first picture. I ever posted on Fall Obsession was a picture of my uncle and a big old catfish that he caught. I think that was the very first picture that was ever on there. Awesome. So, we'll have to see if we can dig that up. You won't be able to. Thank. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so so that I mean that's how it started, and then it's it's been a it's been a uh, ongoing process uh, uh, since then. So. Um, I don't, I don't know how much you're wanting me to get into that, but or. so what kind of uh, what kind of influences have you had uh, as this thing's been evolving? A lot it's come, of places. It's come uh, <laughs> a long way from a simple newsletter that you send to six people to now we're about to do a thousand follower giveaway. 
on one of our social media platforms. Yeah, and we have we have almost five thousand on on Facebook. So yeah, it, it's it's come a long way. I, I'll say that our vision and our our intent with Fall Obsession really has has only been pretty specific and the direction that we're going for a year or two now. Um, leading up into just the past couple years, I feel like I've just been in a in a, a whirlwind of trying to figure out what this thing is. <laughs> and and the last couple of years, we have finally been able to, to actually get a clear vision, a clear focus, and actually do something with this company, uh, I feel like. Um, as you're, you're asking, back to the question, you're asking, though, about, about influences and, mm-hmm. and inspiration. There's... There's a lot of good, a lot of good content, a lot of good companies, a lot of good hunters out there. Over the years that I have been um, influenced by a lot of the guys over you know, at Realtree <clears throat> and and Bone Collector, like I grew I grew up watching those guys, and I've yeah. always been a fan of of Michael Michael Waddell and and all those guys. I, I don't know a lot of people that that aren't really. I mean, yeah. the, 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 those guys are are uh, are top notch. Another really good uh, influence that I've had um, recently has been Levi Morgan. Um, gotcha. Levi Morgan, for those of you who may not know who he is, he is the he's the bow life guy. Um, him and his wife Samantha, they live up in Pennsylvania. Um, he's just he's a, a humble dude, down to earth, um, honest guy, Christian guy, and and he's just he he has been a role model for me just from the perspective of. A bow hunter, somebody in this industry who has um, not gotten a big head about himself and is just, you know, still focused on on uh, simple goals and and living life to its fullest, you know. Mm-hmm. So, and, and he's one heck of a bow hunter too, and, yeah. and an archer. Um, and in this industry, when you're when you're trying to get into the television series and the, it's all a lot. A lot of times, it gets a lot about money and um with a guy like levi he uh like you said he's really humble and got a really good head on his shoulders and and really walks by faith and so uh i got to meet him one time oh yeah or or actually i'll say that again i got to shoot with him one time dang so and and this was this is kind of actually originally how i found out about levi morgan Mm -hmm. so i worked at a bow shop a long time ago um and i mean it's no secret i worked at cinnamon creek um, our, our current sponsors, um, long time ago as a, as a bow tech. And I came, I came in one day to work. It was right around the time of the parachute up in Paris, Texas, the, the 3d, uh, ASA shoot up there, I believe. Mm-hmm. And I come into work. I think I was picking up a paycheck or something. I wasn't supposed to work that day. I wasn't on the schedule. Yeah. And I look out there on the, on the t- indoor 20 yard range and I look at, there's a guy out there shooting and it looks like Levi Morgan. So I asked one of the guys that's working, I was like, Hey, um, is that Levi Morgan? And he said, yeah, it is. He's, he's here a few days early before the shoot and and getting ready, getting his bows all, all tuned up. And I was like, dang, okay. And then he's like, I dare you to go challenge him to a game of Knox. (laughs) So at the bow shop, we had this game and it was called, we called it Knox. And it's basically where we'd shoot at 20 yards indoors and we'd put like a colorful target up on up on the bale and the goal was to the first guy would shoot his arrow somewhere in the target and he would try to hide it like with the colors and everything he tried mm-hmm. to hide it and then the other guy from the same spot had to find it and then try to robin hood it 
from the back and bust <laughs> the first guy's arrow. Okay. So, and like after hours at the bow shop, we play this game, you yeah. know, all, all the time. So, um, I'm like, okay, I ain't scared. <laughs> and for for the listeners, when Sam says Robin Hood, it, you know, if you've ever seen the uh, the old cartoon Robin Hood, when you when he shoots an arrow, somebody shoots an arrow into the target. Robin Hood shoots another arrow into the back of that ar- the arrow that's already in the target and splits it in two. Yes, that that's what we mean referring to Robin Hood. So I, I and I know we're getting off topic here, man, <laughs> oh, with this story, good. but um, so so I go. I go up to the range and I introduce myself to him and I'm like, Hey, um, you want to play Knox? <laughs> and he looks at me really funny and I explain it to him and he goes, okay, yeah, I'll play that game. All right. So we got up there and for about, I just had my hunting rig and he had his target rig with him. And for about 30 minutes we stood up there, him, just me and him shooting, shooting Knox or, or trying to shoot Knox Long story short, I can legitimately say I have shot against Levi Morgan and not lost. <laughs> he didn't win, That's I didn't win. He too, didn't win and I didn't win. We tied. Stuck. Yeah, we tied fair and square. Yeah. But I I I can honestly say I've shot against a 13-time awesome. world champion and I have not lost. <laughs> so, Levi, if you're listening to this, I don't know if you remember that, but um uh, I do. <laughs> it was an awesome time. So yeah. th- thanks for playing. <laughs> That's cool how uh, how you have those those people that influence you and they don't even know that they're influencing you, you know? Uh, it's, it's like that for a lot of people. And, and I think that that's important for, for people as, as they come up in this industry to keep that in mind. Remember mm-hmm. that it's not about them. There's people with smaller companies like us. There's, there's uh, new bow hunters. There's young kids. There's there's all sorts of people that are looking up to these guys and girls in the industry, and uh, they're, they're they are role models, mm-hmm. and and that's sure. and that's something that that they should keep in mind. It's something that um, even as we get bigger, and I'm not trying to brag here, but as we get bigger, that all of us should potentially keep in mind as well. Oh yeah, so, absolutely. Um, sorry, I'm 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 going way off on a rabbit trail there with the Levi Morgan story. Nah, but, no worries. Uh, but uh, you also got to meet. Um, the real tree guys too, didn't you? Bone collector, yeah. Um, I th- just through my uh, through being at the bow shop, and uh, I I got to meet Travis Turner, T Bone, uh, a few times. Um, my sister uh, kind of helped me out too, as before I was married. My my sister helped me out in helping T Bone remember me because every <laughs> time I would be going up there, I'd tell her I'm going up there to meet the to meet the T-Bone and the Bone Collector guys or whatever. And, and so she would bake a bunch of homemade cookies. She would bake a bunch of homemade cookies and send them with me. So every time I showed up, I'd bring T-Bone these homemade Heck cookies. Yeah. And so like the the af, after the second or third time of meeting him and bringing him these cookies, he remembered me. <laughs> so... Um, that's awesome. So that, that cookie, I mean, that, a cookie guy. Yeah, I was a cookie guy. So that that was that was pretty cool. But again, talking about role models, that that's a, that's another role model. I've only met uh, and I've only met Nick and uh, Waddell once. Um, cool guys, but but T Bone, T Bone's a T Bone's a really good dude. Yeah, I, I I like Travis a lot. So that's cool. Right now, where follow up session is at, did you ever imagine that it would get to where it's at today? No. <laughs> that that that's that is an honest answer. I never saw this coming. 
Gotcha. And and who knows what's in store for us for the next one, two, five years, whatever. Mm-hmm. But if you had asked me when I started that blog, if I ever thought that we would have a media production company for hunters and outdoorsmen um, and an outdoor brand promotion agency, basically, I would have never, never seen us here right now. Gotcha. Um, I might have, I might have thought that we would be something different last time. Uh, you know, maybe, maybe a show, maybe, you know, who, who knows, yeah. but, um, I, I would never have predicted that, that we would go the direction that we did. I'm awesome. glad we did, but yeah. it, it, man, it's, it's been a, it's been an ever, like I said, an ever changing thing. And there's been stuff over the years kind of going down the timeline that like our contests and then the, the field staff and the pro staff and, and how all there, all that stuff has, has played a big part in, in shaping the direction that, that we've gone yeah. over the years. So speaking so. of uh, field staff and pro staff, uh, could you kind of explain for the listeners um, how Fall Obsession functions yeah. in a way? Like how, if you want to, if somebody were to say, you know, I want to I go be a field staffer and work for Fall Obsession, how would they go about doing that, and then where could they go from there? Yeah, so... <clears throat> If you're interested in joining our field staff, the, the first step is to go onto our website, fallobsession.com. Um, there's a page on there for staff, and under that page, that, that page has all of our current pro field staffers, administrative staff on there. Mm-hmm. And then um, there's a button on there you can hit for staff opportunities, which okay. then takes you to where um, it lays out everything, basically everything I'm about to tell you um, in, in words. <laughs> online <laughs> fancy sounding words yeah in fancy sounding words um so what a field staffer is it is it is a contributor to fall obsession they are contributors at other locations they are representatives at other locations for the fall obsession brand so as a field staffer guys will send in content it's pictures it's videos it's articles product reviews and i mean the list goes on Mm -hmm. on what guys can send in and when sam says different locations he means other states other you know not just right here in texas where we're based but he means other other states other areas of the nation and even i think there there might even be some guys up in canada so right right now we have i think we have I can't remember if it's 29 or 30 now because we just brought some new guys on. But So we have 29 to 30, um, counting administrative staff, 29 to 30 people on Fall Obsession's roster. Um, we have uh, two of those guys are in Canada. Um, big shout-out to those guys for uh, for contributing from, yeah. from way up north. Um, and then everybody else, is, I think we're scattered out through 12 or 13 different states That's across awesome. North America and ranging anywhere from Texas, Florida, Pennsylvania, Oregon, um, and, and all through the Midwest. Minnesota, Drew's up in Minnesota. Um, so those, uh, I mean, they're everywhere. We're, we have guys everywhere. And in several states, we have more than one guy. But basically, these guys send in this content, and we kind of evaluate it we might tweak it a little bit whether it's editing or a little bit of graphic design or or color changes whatever and then we we publish it Um, it it could be content that's on our our timelines on our pages it could be content on our um, Facebook and Instagram stories so there's a wide variety of what's what is best suited in different places but all these guys can uh, can send in stuff 
And when they send in stuff, we start giving them what we call credit points. So we'll award them with a set number of credit points for everything they send in that gets published. And then based on how popular, how many likes and shares that content gets within the first 24 hours after it's published, they get more points hmm. um, compiled on top of that. Gotcha. So they build up points for submitting stuff, and then they we have set different levels. So like when you start, you're a level one field staffer. Mm-hmm. And when you go to a level two, once you build up enough points to, to fulfill being a level one, you go to a level two field staffer. And when you make that transition, we send you something. Um, it can be our own gear or apparel, uh, Fall Obsession brand stuff. It could be products from our sponsors like Vapple, Dual Game Calls, Slick Trick Broadheads, um, stuff like that. So, and and kind of as you, we, we try to we try to mix it up and break it up, but we also, I mean, we do our best to try and make it so that the higher up you get in the levels, um, the more frequently we're sending you a little bit better stuff. Yeah. So, that that in a nutshell is is how our field staff program field staff program works. Awesome. So, Cool. Uh, so my next question would be, we've talked about where you came from, where, where this all started from. We talked about where we're at right now. Uh-huh. Where do you see this going? What's your end vision, end goal for this thing? <clears throat> my, my hope is that Fall Obsession um, is its own brand one day in, in the hunting and outdoor industry. And when I, when I say that, I mean that we have our own line of gear of, of products there's some stuff that we're not going to have in my opinion like our own bow brand that's not going to happen <laughs> um, I see ourselves being affiliated with companies like we are currently like Elite Archery yep. um, and, and from that perspective I also see us becoming more of a, a brand promotion I, I don't like the word agency but I really don't know of a better word right now to, right. to, to put in there so a brand promotion agency to where we we are taking these people's products like we're doing now. We're reviewing them. We're evaluating them. We're testing them in in real life, real world situations. Um, but I, I want us to I want us to build credibility through all this and through the process of building this to the point where if somebody goes online and goes on YouTube and they look up, hey, I want to see the rev- uh, I want to find a review for the two like the 2020 Elite Cure, for mm-hmm. example. And they see that Fall Obsession did a review on it. They're going to click on it and they're going to know that that review is made by hunters just like them and 100% honest opinions. And so when I talk about credibility, that that's what I'm referring to is, is I want people to see our brand, see our logo, see our name and know and know that that is going to be a trusted source of information. Gotcha. For them in the hunting outdoor industry, whether it's proc reviews, whether it's hunting tactics, anything like that, and and another, and that's where our also where our pro and field staff really really help in that process of growing in that process of building this this wide variety of content that we have available online and building this credibility is um, because they they are everyday hunters. The, the same guys that, that listen to this podcast, that watch our videos, that follow us online, our guys that are on staff are just like them. The only difference is they actually, that, is that they contribute to us. Mm-hmm. I mean, but as far as a, hunter, a hunter's experience and, and the level of hunting that they're on, they're in the same boat. 
they're they have their own struggles on leases they have their own struggles hunting every year they don't yeah. they don't we at fall obsession including myself we do not get offered by um big game ranches across north america to come and hunt 200 inch whitetails you know every right. single year we're we're out there shooting 130 140 class oh, bucks yeah. and getting excited about it because because that that's who we are that's where we are right now yeah and and so and i know i i'm getting off on another rabbit trail but no, no, um, no. you good so that so that's where i hope to see this company going i i want us to build a wide variety of content to where if you want to find out something you come to fall obsession and i want us to have that credibility um and that record and be be recognizable in that sense and then um also hopefully be able to incorporate our own brand of products like um you know tree harnesses stands maybe um backpacks you know stuff like that yeah and none of that stuff we have at the moment that's just me thinking futuristic part of the dream part of the dream yep. but uh and and if that stuff ever comes into this this process where where we're going if we're ever making products like that um i hope that the that the brand would be promoted in the sense that this is designed excuse me this is designed by the everyday hunter for the everyday hunter yeah you know so and and with that also i would hope that there would come a level of affordability for products that we could potentially have because you know, you see guys go out and spend hundreds of dollars on a backpack. Yes, you hunting know? is not a cheap hobby. And I'm not, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'm not saying that Fall Obsession is going to make it a cheap hobby, but but I've been that guy, I am that guy, you know, that, that doesn't want to go out there and spend hundreds of dollars on oh, something yeah. as so simple as a hunting pack. So if we can, if we in the future can design a product like that or something similar or that same concept, to be something that guys can afford then we're gonna do it yep so that's another thing that um our field staffers contribute is they're not guys making huge money either you know yeah and they're they're just like just like you said they're just everyday guys average guys that uh that are looking for affordable gear as well so yeah exactly um they can give you an honest review about the affordability of different gear yeah so, well awesome is there anything else you wanna you wanna explain to the listeners? I do want to thank our, our pro and field staff guys again because that that whole program um, and that process through the, the the pro and field staff program is has been a huge part of, of helping us grow. So I, I gotta thank those guys for their ongoing contributions and mm-hmm. and they've big they've, shout out to those guys. Yeah, they've been with us through some growing pains and and I'm not saying the growing pains are over because they're not and there'll still be more to come. But um, those guys have stayed tried and true. Um, and and I will say this: so we started our our field first field staff program in 2015 it was the first year that we did it. And I had no idea how it was going to go over. Like, I, this was a shot in the dark. I took some ideas from somebody else's pro and field staff program and kind of turned it into our own, if you will, mm-hmm. and what it is today. Yeah. Um, and even that's been an evolving process. But um, I put out the application. I was like, I don't know who's going to want to apply to join this <laughs> blog as a pro and field staffer. Um, and I had 10 people apply that first year all and I, of course i brought all 10 of them on board yeah that's good and turnout. i would 
I want to say that today, three of those ten are still with us on staff. So pro staffers Dustin Batten, Kevin Johansson, and our marketing manager Drew Tordick. That's awesome. We're, we're part of that original ten, and and my good friend Chester Barnes um, was was one of those original ten, and he he worked for us for a long time and did a lot for us as well. So um, th- those guys have stuck with us. We've had guys come and go, you know, over, over the years. I mean that that that's going to happen, but to now see it being thirty guys. Yeah. And and getting applications, you know, we, we I mean we get some applications every week, you know, and and I mean you you reply back and some people get back to you, some people don't. Mm-hmm. But um, like this last go around, um, a couple few weeks ago, we brought on five new guys yeah. all at once. That's so awesome. That that's that's really cool to see it evolve, to see the interest peak, um, and uh, and to see that that kind of. That kind of, like I said, evolves. So yeah. I've, so how do you, how did you go about getting guys in different states? It just kind of happened. <laughs> so you just had you just had guys apply, and they just so, happened to be so, from Pennsylvania. So I, I'll, I'll go into more detail on this. So back when I started this this field staff program, I was I was on I was a pro staffer I think for another company, a company that actually Fall Obsession we were affiliated with for a little while. We were not anymore, but I was I was a pro staffer for this other brand in the hunting industry, and so I I saw how their program kind of functioned and, mm-hmm. and how they awarded quote unquote points for purchases and for this that and the other, and I was like, I, I let me I might try something like this, mm, you know. Okay. So and that though of course that company had people across the across the country that represented it. So I mean I, I never said you know I'm looking for people in other states. I never said I'm looking for just local guys. I just put out there that I was looking for field staffers, hmm. and and people applied. Man. So those guys in their own areas like there's several still in our program. There's several guys that that know each other. You know like. For example, guys in Georgia, you know, some of them know yeah. each other. The guys up north, some of them know each other. Yeah. So, um, and, and then the other aspect of that is you get guys like that, oh, I'm in this state, and then this new guy applies, and he's in my state also. Mm-hmm. And no state's as big as Texas, so it's a lot easier to do this than in Texas, but those guys <laughs> meet up. Right. You know, they, they meet each other, and they start forming their own little, yeah. you know, their own little uh, group up in that area. So... With that, you know, it's kind of cool that we have, like, these little outposts, you know, here yeah. or there and, and, and around that guys are getting together and, and doing stuff together. I get uh, emails and texts all the time, like, hey, I'm meeting up with so-and-so, you know, you want us to work on this or, or whatever. And I'm like, man, That's I, cool. I didn't know that y'all knew each other. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of it, you can say, has been by word of mouth. Yeah, th- there has been, because just as many applications that we've gotten in, we always ask people, how'd you hear about Fall Obsession? Um, people that say, oh, I found y'all on Instagram, I found y'all on Facebook, you know, or, or I've been following y'all for a while. Um, just as many guys say, I'm friends with so-and-so. You gotcha. Know? So That's really cool. It, it, it's cool that, uh, that, that that bond, and, and I will say this about our staff program too, this is something that I'm proud of. Um, and, and I owe it to our pro and field staffers because they made it happen. But I'm very proud of this, is that I think our pro and field staff programs are more of a close-knit brotherhood than any other pro and field staff program out there. I, I truly do, for even for a small company like us. And, and our guys have made it a family mm-hmm. is what's happened. Yeah. Because we have, we've brought them in. 
our guys have made it a welcoming environment and then we have given those guys um, the tools and the transparency and the info to be able to talk to each other mm -hmm. and like like even with the Facebook group or stuff like that we started doing the staff hunts yep. last year yeah I can attest to this because on the staff hunt last yeah. year you started uh, as a field staffer as well I was so. fortunate enough to meet uh, a couple of the guys from out of state uh, and uh, the guys that live do live here uh, yeah. in Texas and man it was just like immediately a family you know like we were able to talk and joke with each other it, it, it's funny because that first day you know when everybody gets to camp you've you've known these you feel like you know these guys yeah. from online for years even but you've never met them face to face and now <laughs> you're meeting them face you, to face you've been doing yeah. it for a while so it, it's weird like that first day of the staff hunt you're trying to actually figure out people's real personality you know yes. and, and and trying to figure out people and then by by day two you know already like got it was just like it was family. Yeah, it, it really absolutely. was, and that that was awesome about that staff hunt for me. So, I've I I can't wait for for the next one for me sure. Either. It's it's going to be a blast. Absolutely. Well, if there's nothing else that you would like to add, we can go ahead and, and shut her down. Man, I I, I, <clears throat> I appreciate you you wanting to talk with me about it. I know we we had kind of brainstormed this idea to to talk about fall obsession, and. Uh, you know, yeah, I, we were thinking that this would be a cool way because I've been curious too. Uh, well, I, I've heard a little bit now and then, uh, a little bit, little pieces of the story and where where Fall Obsession came from and everything and how it started and how it's evolved over time. And I know uh, to our followers and our listeners that they'd be curious too. And so this yeah. is a perfect way to it, get it out we, there. We and and that was one of our uh, the parts of our discussion when we were coming up with this idea was, you know, we we don't have anything on our website video article anything talking about where this company came from mm -hmm. so I, I i'm very glad that we got to sit down and do this because this is this is this is good stuff to talk about people I, I want people to know where this company came from i want i want them the roots are important absolutely roots, roots are very important so um and and hopefully we can I, I feel like we've done a good job of maintaining the the down-to-earth honest transparency of the company and and where we are we are as hunters and where we're coming from and, yeah. and i hope that we can continue to do so as we move forward so yeah i 100 percent agree um why don't you tell our listeners as we shut her down uh where they can find us at so guys you can find us where i'm i mean we're a media production company so we're we're all over the internet so um fallobsession.com is, is the hub that's where you can go to uh, to see everything that we offer, and then uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Um, those are those are our go-to's for social media. So be sure that you follow us on all those pages. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, we got a <clears throat> we got a show that just came out. A new season of our flagship series, Fall Obsessed Outdoors. Yep. Just launched. So be sure that you guys go and check out that. Those are those are. And, and another thing on what we offer, those are 100% free online episodes of a hunting show that yep. you guys can watch just on YouTube or Facebook or stuff. So go check those out. Um, subscribe to this podcast. Yeah. Um, and go to fallobsession.com, pick you up a t-shirt and a hat. We got some new some new uh, apparel that is um, coming live on our online store. So be sure that you be sure that you go get one of those and support a small business. So. All right. Well, Sam, 
Thanks for telling us about everything. <laughs> Anytime, man. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Thank you all. See you later.